everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Farm Bureau on the Hill, a podcast where we update you on the latest from the Tennessee legislature in Nashville. I'm Thomas Capps, and I'm joined by Shelby Vinoy from our Public Policy Division. And Shelby, it's been a busy week up on the Hill. Yes, we are officially in the swing of things, and between committees and meetings and uh, trying to keep folks back at home updated, it, we're just staying busy. So update the folks a little bit about uh, specifically some of the bills and, and activity that's happened up on the Hill this week. Sure. So we mentioned last week that we had an action request for House Joint Resolution 81 uh, by Representative Tandy Darby. And this was our first of the Farm Bureau priority issues from this year that was being heard in the Finance, Ways, and Means subcommittee in the House. Um, Representative Darby killed his presentation, uh, but unfortunately, because it is a constitutional amendment, it's been placed on a special calendar. Each year, they only consider two to four on the gubernatorial ballot, so they try to get all of those on one calendar where they can go back and reconsider them. So um, we're in a good holding pattern for now, though, with him on that. Um, Also this week, we heard from the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation in the Senate Committee on their budget proposal. I don't know in my years up there if I've ever heard a more ag-friendly budget proposal presented. Um, Lots of conversation about what we're doing in the agriculture community about brownfields and um, economic development in those areas and and conservation and uh, just a really good picture of what's happening statewide. And in the middle of all that, kind of the, the tail end of the week, we had a lot of blue jackets yeah. up in Nashville. Uh, it's National FFA Week, uh, a big week here at Farm Bureau and, and for all ag organizations across the state. And uh, had the, uh, the 42nd annual FFA Legislative Breakfast. Yeah, so I'm I'm incredibly biased as a former FFA member myself, but it is probably one of my favorite days on the Hill, second Ag Day on the Hill, of course. But just to see all of those Blue Jackets and those members getting to see the legislative process and to have so many lawmakers come out this morning to the breakfast, the foundation did an incredible job, and those lawmakers that came out to support the students and just really show their appreciation for agriculture, it's just really, it's very heartening this time of year when things are low, you know, you're tired. Committees have been going on and on all week to end the week on such a positive note was great. And the future of agriculture is bright with those FFA students for sure. Absolutely. So that's what's been happening this past week. Uh, So moving forward into next week, uh, what what are we keeping our eye on? What what are some things that, that folks can expect next week in Nashville? Yeah, so this week in the legislative alert, which if you're not receiving that, Um, would always encourage you to contact your county farm bureau or those of us here at the home office and we can get you signed up for that but we are consolidating the list of legislation that we are monitoring we're in support of we have some concerns and some opposition to and that detailed list is going to be in the alert for the first time this session just to kind of keep our folks at home about as conversations are progressing and we're working through bills and committee Uh, that comprehensive list is located in our legislative alert um so hitting the high points on that there's lots of legislation regarding obviously the agriculture community lots of talk about environment and conservation Uh, we've talked the last few weeks about the department's budget hearings both in agriculture and at tdec lots of efforts on that front Um, and then just some things that we're monitoring to make sure that it doesn't have perhaps some unintended consequences 
for our ag community. Also, next week in the Senate Agriculture Committee, we're going to be hearing again from the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency and the Department of Ag on their budget hearings. And really the content of those is the same from what we've heard in the House, but we like to sit and listen to those questions to see if there's anything that comes up about specific legislation, uh, projects back in the district, or we just like to hear Commissioner Hatcher and folks in the committee interact and see if there's anything that we can be helpful with. Well, and of course, one way that folks can be helpful is an action request that we have coming up for something that'll be going through committee next week, right? That's right. So Senate Bill 820 and House Bill 1206 is going to be heard in both the House and the Senate next week. And although the official amendment, I don't believe, has been drafted, we've been talking with different stakeholders and it's our understanding that this legislation is going to address something that we've actually had a lot of conversations about over the last year with we're seeing so much growth, especially in the Middle Tennessee area and around our metropolitan areas. And those of us who live in counties surrounding where that growth is happening, um, especially trying to buy a house or things like that, it's definitely not as easy as it once was. Or if you're going the building route, um, it's it's just it's the market has changed. So this legislation is going to give some power back to county governments um, in the form of implementing um, a development fee. So previously, the legislature, if a county considered this type of legislation, it would have to be enacted by the General Assembly. This gives the power back to the county government where on two separate occasions, if a two-thirds vote was achieved by the county commission, a development fee could be implemented on the county level. So if you were building a house, you would be an, a development fee would be added per square footage to kind of alleviate some of the burden that comes from the huge growth to areas. You know, we're seeing subdivisions come up in some of our rural most areas and and sometimes those subdivisions are so large that a school will have to be built to accommodate those families. So this allows the county to alleviate some of the burden and the pressure that they're feeling on those growth zones and um, this is one of our priority issues this year and there are multiple different pieces of legislation that address this but this is kind of the first of what we assume is probably many that we're going to see so we're asking folks that if you if your lawmaker serves on either the house property and planning subcommittee or the Senate, state, and local government committee um, that you reach out to them and ask them to support Senate Bill 820 and House Bill 1206 when it's before them next week. And the details about if your lawmaker serves on one of those committees is actually linked in the alert this week as well. We always talk about being the voice of agriculture, and that that's the way you do it, right? Literally letting your voice be heard on, on issues like this for sure. That's right. Yeah, it's it's by far, um, when we spoke at Young Leaders Conference last week, I said that there were a few things that matter when it comes to advocacy, and one of the, it matters who governs, but they, you, they don't know how to govern if you don't tell them how to govern, and that's our folks are so good at telling folks and telling our lawmakers why the issues that we set as our priorities each year are so crucially important, so we couldn't be more thankful. Exactly right. And as always, great information, Shelby. And uh, as Shelby said earlier, if you're not signed up for the legislative alert, it's a great way to keep track of what's going on in Nashville as bills move through and also a great way to keep track of our priority issues. Mm -hmm. So uh, as Shelby said earlier, if you're not signed up for that, you can contact your county farm bureau office or someone here in our public policy division, and they'll be able to get you signed up for that and and keep track of what's going on with our, our state government. Well, Shelby, thanks for joining us this week. 
thank you, Thomas. It was good talking with you. Happy FFA week, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. As always, we appreciate you taking time to listen and staying up to date on the issues that impact our most important industry, agriculture. Until next week, I'm Thomas Caps. Mm-hmm.